I think just as a general statement, I would say I would probably <laughs> not like to get fucked. For the record, I haven't smoked weed since 1995. Welcome to Movie Mug and the Father and Son podcast that love you long time. Can you sing? Oh, so horny. Oh, oh, so horny. Me, so horny. You know what that's sampled from, right? What movie that's from? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, yeah, it is. The the part that I fell asleep every time trying to watch. Uh, Tale of two movies. Tale of two movies. Yeah. As soon as a private pile died, I thought things were going to be better. Are you, <laughs> you didn't like the first part of Full Metal Jacket? Well, I mean, I thought there was going to be, like, combat and shit. Oh. I mean, the first part is the only good part about the movie. It is the tale of two movies. The first half of that movie is so great. And then it was one of those, oh, fuck yeah, they're going to Nam now. Mm-hmm. Man, the shit's going to get really good. And then you're like, meh. All right, well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies and having a conversation, but more importantly, spending that good old quality father-son time together. Episode number 94. Yep. <sighs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm, I can tell that you're very excited to be six away from 100. It's crazy. That yawn it's, said it all. It's so crazy how much I've written in my notes for episode 100. I'm not even going to bother to actually pretend that you're actually going to bring anything to that episode. I'll other figure than, something out. Other than yourself. The day of. <laughs> yeah, I don't doubt that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is, Right. Come on. It's lobby time with Vincent Jack. All right, everybody, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. This time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to the movie we're going to be watching and talking about, but we still think it's important enough to warrant some airtime. All right, a couple things. Number one, I, I felt bad because last week's movie was kind of ass. Yeah. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to find like a really good revenge movie for Jack. I, ju- I just wanted to find something really, really good. <laughs> okay. So I decided to just go ahead and look up online top revenge films to see what I could find. Uh, the 15 top best revenge movies of all time, one of them was Us. Oh, because the shadow puppet realm people? I, I guess. Took over the lives of the... Clone, like I would never shoes version. think of that as a revenge movie. So you went to a different website, right? After uh, reporting that one, and yeah, I, I went to several many complaints. Yeah, I went to several. I mean, Kill Bill was in there, which well, I get it. Revenge, um, number twenty three in the top fifty according to this website, which is uh, oh USA Today, a bittersweet life. Mm. <laughs> I knew that was going to be on one of them, mm-hmm. I and mean, you can't trust anything the USA publishes, right? You take it all with a grain of salt. That's true. So That's true. According to Screen them. Rant, number eight on their list was Gladiator. I mean, that's that's revenge. It's not sweet revenge. But to me, revenge is only good if it's like, ah, yeah, mm-hmm. and then you like, spit on him after you're done like, or whatever. Teabags like, him. You're capable of doing that and don't just die immediately, you know? Yeah. Like, it, it needs to be like a... Like, okay, so I'm at the bottom of the mob chain. I kill everyone above me in the mob chain because they did me wrong. 
and then now I'm the mob boss and I'm sitting in his old mob boss chair and then the movie fades to black, you mm-hmm. know? Like, you gotta go all the way. I, I agree. That movie can barely even be counted as revenge. Uh, yeah. In my eyes. Yeah, so I decided I can't really trust these lists, so sorry, Jack, you're not getting a good revenge movie today. <laughs> you really just blue-balled me there. I was excited. <laughs> I was actually excited. Yeah, welcome to my world. So I did a little math, and, you know, we have the Valentine's Day special coming up. Yeah, how could I forget? And and so that pick doesn't belong to either one of us. That, mm-hmm. It belongs to the listeners. And, and we've got some more in. We're starting to fill up the uh, movie mug and bucket of chicken with uh, rom-com movies. And because of the Valentine's Day special, you get episode 100. <laughs> I do? Yeah, it was going to be mine. And then I'm like, oh, why don't we do a romantic comedy? And yeah, so now because of that, number 100 is yours. Sweet. That's a lot of fucking pressure. Number 100, yeah. For how much I beat myself up about picking the worst movie well, ever, Us, uh, no, for you a pick, Halloween well, episode. Well, you, you picked the worst movie ever for our year anniversary, Tear at Blood Fart Lake. <laughs> so <laughs> bad <laughs> that I had to pick another movie and we had to do a double feature. We knew feature. it was going to be bad. We but, didn't know it was going to be that bad. Uh, it was. We had to because we talked about it so much. It was a perfect Jack pick for the one-year anniversary. Yeah, it made sense. It only made sense for me to pick that movie. So can you at least do this, put more thought than 20 minutes into the 100th <laughs> episode? I don't know if I've ever put in 20 minutes of thought previously. Um, and look what we got last week. Well, if I'm going to put some thought and stuff into it, then it's going to have to be a movie I've already seen. Because you can only put so much thought into a pick of something you've never seen, like last week and many times before with me, you know? If you want to even call it thought, like, what can you do at that point? You can watch the trailer and then skip around in the Mormon Mothers, and like, what other thought can you put into it? You know what? I, I so don't fuck, know. I, I'm saying off. I'm saying that you could put a little more effort into it. That's all I'm saying. It's, I it's, picked a cool gangster movie you did where this not. guy's an enforcer. <sighs> the trailer shows the five minutes of the movie where he actually kills people. And I'm like, that looks fast-paced mm-hmm. and action That's all you did, though. What else am I supposed to do? Look up reviews detailing every single inch of the film? You're sal- You're just fucking salty and sour. Because I don't get 100? Yeah. No, I'm not. Okay. All right, last. This is just a public service announcement to ladies out there. And Uh-oh. <sighs> the fuck are you about to say? Easy on the perfume. Easy on the perfume. I, I My boss... She wears so much fucking perfume. Like, I was walking to her office today, and I knew she was in there when I was still 20 feet away because I could smell her fucking perfume. She's old, though, isn't she? Yeah, she's about to retire. That's why but, you want her to dude, stop wearing it, because it smells like an old lady's, like, woven hand basket. I went in there. Of goodies. I went in there as fast as I could, handed her the note from somebody who called, uh, like I'm her fucking secretary. <laughs> And then I walked out as fast as I could. Are you that salty? Oh, my God. And I, and I went upstairs, and I'm in my office, and I started feeling bad because it was still in my nose. And what, what, you, what the fuck are you doing? Do you, like, worry that you smell like you're Some decaying flesh? <laughs> that you got to fucking spray that much fucking shit on you? Like, I mean, seriously, it's terrible. If it's filling a room, it's too much. I have a coworker who puts on, like, the perfect amount. And it smells good too. Well, number one, her stinks, so there's no perfect amount. But come <laughs> the fuck on. Well, if there was a if there was like a uh like a title for it, what would it be? 
Like, you know how, like, Johnny Depp has, like, the <laughs> sausage one or whatever? No. I know it's not called sausage, but it looks like it Are is. Are you sure? That's what I remember. Sausage. Isn't it? I would much oh. prefer she wore sausage perfume. I, it doesn't say sausage, but it's like sausage or some shit. Let me, I'll look it up while you're. I might enjoy working with her it. more if she smelled like sausage. For real. <laughs> okay, it's S A U V A G E. And it has like Johnny Depp on the poster, mm-hmm. and I'll always be like sausage. Hers would be garbage. <laughs> what, what does it smell like? It, it's just fucking awful. Okay. It's just fucking awful, man. Okay. And so just please don't do it. Just don't fucking do it. It's rude. It's like fucking going to work and cooking salmon in the microwave where everybody (laughs) else is. You know, just don't fucking do that. Please, ladies, just fucking stop. Just fucking stop. One squirt is fine. All right. I think I got all 35 cents on that. I got all my saltiness out. So uh, you ready to head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room? Sure. All right, well, let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and I will unveil today's non-revenge movie. It's a dick movie pulled, by the way. <laughs> All right, so today's movie came out in 2011. Mm. It is one hour and... What was that? <laughs> I mean, it just... Different years just seemed to me like, oh, yeah, that'll be some good shit. Okay, and I said 2011, and you, and you went, hmm. Yeah, because I feel like it's not... Last time I wasn't accurate. Just based on a year? 2005, it seems like they have some good shit. All right. And then 2011, I'm just thinking of like just the kind of year looking back how cringy 2011 and stuff was. So Okay. Let's we'll see. Jack Logic, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know. It's just a feeling. I don't fully believe it, but I, I mean, I've made the noise. I'm, I'm so sorry. It is rated R. It is one hour and 24 minutes. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 45%, mm. IMDb 6.1 out of 10, and mm. 81% of Google users like this movie. I'm going to make a noise after everything you say. Let's see what the Mormon mothers have to say. Mm-hmm. Woman gives man lap dance. She removes her top to gratuitously expose her breasts and obscenely stroking herself. She hovers briefly over his crotch. <laughs> what part of her? She places his hands on her breasts. Oh, gnarly. All right. Um, there are 250 uses of fuck, 88 uses of shit, 16 uses of bitch, and nine uses of each of pussy and dick. So are they all, like, paired? <laughs> like, in, like, put your pussy <laughs> on his dick. Or they cuss like a fifth grader, shut up, you dick pussy. <laughs> all right, this movie is called... 30 minutes or less. Oh, this has um don't don't say it. Uh Eisenberg, Jesse. You know this Eisenberg. movie? Um I know that like these bank robbers or something Fuck. <laughs> put an explosive vest on no. him. That's all I know. Fuck. And it's going to probably going to blow up in 30 minutes or less. I'm fucking salty again. <laughs> That's all I remember. It was 10 years ago, the trailer's on TV. My friends get to go see it, and of course, I don't. <laughs> and, the, and I just remember, like, oh, it was so awesome. Pretty that, fucking disappointed right now. I know nothing about it. I know nothing about it. Just told you so pretty I, much everything our, about it. <laughs> I know there's a gorilla. Wow, crazy. I know the, like, guy from Land of the Lost. Fuck, man. <laughs> and he has a bomb, like a... A bomb vest. 
I want to watch it. Look. And now that you've you've said this to me, we can't just scrap it because I know it's coming. I know it's on your list. I thought this is pretty obscure. Not really. <sighs> to to me, this is in the, the same era. Like I, I was, I grew up. Project X, Twenty One Jump Street, this movie, Super Bad. They were all in the si- same kind of like growing up era for me, and was like the talk of the town at school. <laughs> I guess so. So like, I really want to see this movie. So it came out when you were ten. So yeah, so that's when I didn't get to see it. I'm not taking a ten year old to see an R rated movie. <laughs> that's that's when bad movies and bad stuff started. Like cuss words were normal, mm. starting in fifth grade. All right, well. I just got to accept it and move on, I suppose. And yeah, what's the big deal? I know I, I just I know don't. two actors. I know there's a gorilla, and I know that he has a bomb vest on. What are they going to do because of the bomb vest? I don't know. Are they going to try to right, defuse it? Just fucking shut it? up. Are they going to try that's and enough. get laid a billion that's, times that's and enough. then blow up? That's enough. Is he going to jump in a lake to. That try is not, enough, Jack. <laughs> try not hurt Jackson? anybody? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> All right. Everyone knows it's Jackie. Let's, uh,. Yeah, with a Q. And <laughs> <laughs> we just... Uh, my name is Jacques. All right. Let's do it. Let's take a movie mug and pause. And we are back after watching 2011's 30 Minutes or Less. Yep. Should we keep the episode 30 minutes or less in honor of the You know movie? what? We used to do that. We used to have like 30-minute episodes or 29-minute episodes. I, I don't even know how that was a thing. We were more railroaded back then. Because, I mean, we've grown a lot. We didn't know what we were doing. And so we kind of had a schedule almost, you know? It was like we were railroaded. That's what it's... I compare it to Dungeons & Dragons. <laughs> the person who makes a story can railroad the char- the people... To get them where they want them, you know. I did so, not raise a dork. Just stop. Yes, just you stop in your did. tracks yes, right you now, did. please. One of your favorite games of all times is SpongeBob. You fucking dork, man, child. For SpongeBob <laughs> for PS2, for Bikini, GameCube, Battle, Battle for Bikini Bottom is pound for pound one of the best video games ever made. But yeah, but it's SpongeBob, and you're fifty. So what? It's kind of dorky. It is not dorky whatsoever. It wasn't a show you grew up with, so it wasn't a whole, oh, I, a whole lot of nostalgia for you to I, play it or anything. You know anything. what? SpongeBob was one of those shows that, for an adult, was not hard to watch. Like Barney, fucking brutal to watch. <laughs> the Wiggles, Bar- if pretty it rough. You, if it wasn't a cartoon, it was hard to watch. Because kid-friendly non-cartoons are horrible. No, you watch some shitty cartoons. But I'm saying every well, every single live action or whatever, you know, like that had a real people in mm-hmm. it for kids was horrible. Banana splits. They were in costumes. Live action. That uh, yeah, but that that changes it a little bit, you know? You know, we never That was did... basically a cartoon but with actors and you know? I I forgot that there was a Banana Splits horror movie that came out and we talked about it on this podcast a long time ago and Fuck. we have never watched it. This October. Right? <laughs> yep, coming yeah. soon. Dang, I'll have to pick that. I know. I'd totally forgotten about it yeah. until we just kind of came back around to it. That's weird how, yeah. we, how we get around to things we, like that. We never fucking know where we're going to end up. But nowadays, I knew cut it down quite a bit. So those of you out there would like to believe that we are professionals because oh. we, we do sound extremely professional. Like we could be FM radio drive time. Yeah. We, I, I get that a lot. We I, don't have any editing. I, I, I hear that a lot. <laughs> Truth of the matter is, I spend... 
a little bit of time editing these podcasts. <laughs> Probably so, more than most people because you're so, you need it to be just right. I need it to be just how I want it. It used to have to be perfect, but you've <laughs> you've eased up on that. Well, because it's easier to make perfect now because we're so close to it. Oh, yeah. He edits a lot, probably mostly because of me, but... <laughs> 96% because of you, probably. Whether I say something stupid or I get out of hand, like, because, I mean, last episode, I was very mad. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's many anger rants yeah. that, <laughs> that, that were... Oh, there's <laughs> sometimes, the like, he says something and we laugh really hard and I say, that can't go in the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he... we he, can, We can't let the whole world hear us make... Sometimes he can take joke. things a little too far, a little too far. And you know what? If you like dark humor, then you may still not like some of the things he says. Because <laughs> sometimes you, he, you like some dark humor. Sometimes he goes the darkest of dark humor. Mm, yeah, I'm a bad person. I'll admit that. <laughs> but literally, there are zero things off limits with my friend group, and I've been friends with them for like 10 years. Mm-hmm. And so I've basically been raised by wolves and act like one. So it's just, it doesn't, it doesn't bode well with the vast majority of the general public, I would say. I would uh, agree. Most people would say, yeah, I'm not going to give any excuse, really. I'm a bad, shitty person, person. but sometimes... I know what the opening is. For the super out of hand stuff, I will play the mental illness card. Okay. You just gonna is it, it is it fully applicable for me to play that? No, because I'm also a bad person. But I'm I'm gonna plead insanity on that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You care to go any further into that, or are you just gonna leave it right there? I plead insanity. You're not gonna out yourself. I'll have my attorney talk for me. Mm-hmm. Out myself. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> out myself is a mental illness sufferer. Fucking everybody is nowadays, dude. I'm not special. Oh, you're special. Mine counts as disability, though. It if does. That, if that's a hint for anybody mm-hmm. out there. That's a true story, folks. That's true <laughs> I, I technically have a disability. Many of you out there have been contemplating and wondering for quite some time, there's something wrong with that fucking kid. <laughs> well, yeah, because there you're fucking right. is. You're right. All right, let me give it the 50-cent tour. This movie is about a pizza delivery guy played by Jesse Eisenberg, and his life is kind of going nowhere. Yeah, a comfortable nowhere. A comfortable, yeah. I guess he's he's comfortable in it. His friends are kind of growing up and moving on, and he is just the pizza delivery guy <laughs> in a piece but, of shit Ford yeah. 5.0 Mustang, a piece of shit job with a piece of shit boss. Mm-hmm. And his uh, pizza company, he has to deliver a pizza in thirty minutes or less, or it's free. Mm-hmm. Did you know that used to be uh, Domino's mantra when they first started? I didn't know it was Domino's, but I knew it was a thing. Mm-hmm. That's kind of when they broke onto the scene. That was their whole thing. And people were like, fuck yeah, I'm going to yeah. set my Timex watch and, and get me a free pizza. <laughs> How to get popular 101. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and they did that for quite a while until uh, a Domino's driver um, speeding to deliver a pizza got into a fatal car accident and Domino's got sued. And so they were like, uh, you know what? We're not doing this anymore. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. But by that time, Domino's had uh, grown into the giants that they are today. Mm-hmm. And that's a true story. And, I bet uh, they were way better back in the day, too. I still like Domino's. I mean, yeah, I do, too. But everything was better 20 years ago. I mean, it's ago. just like every place you go to eat. Like, if you find a restaurant that you really, really like, and you continue eating there, after a while, it's not going to be as good. And it's not because you don't like the taste of it anymore. 
they're they're just getting cheaper and cheaper products. Like we used to go to a chicken place. Mm-hmm. Great chicken fingers. Awesome, oh yeah, awesome, awesome chicken fingers. And then I noticed they started getting smaller. And then I noticed the little uh, dipping sauce containers got smaller, where you had to like buy an extra one just to, yeah. to get your four chicken fingers enough dipping sauce. Yeah, they started like being worse consistency. Yeah, it's it, like okay, what the fuck? Less chicken in them. It was more of the fried stuff, and then the chicken inside them was like gross. And we, sometimes, like we had to fucking quit eating there. And it was, I mean, it's fucking not good for you anyway. So yeah. it's not that necessarily that bad, but. Things don't get better over time. They they get worse over time. Just take a look at Dairy Queen. <laughs> Shit's terrible. And I'll still eat it. Like I, I it's it's terrible, but I eat terrible food because I'm not super picky. Like a Dairy Queen burger is a burger. I'll fucking eat that shit. And they're damn good at making blizzards and ice cream and mm-hmm. stuff, but how hard is that? But stick with what you know. I saw a commercial not too long ago for chicken and dumplings at Dairy Queen. Mm, Come on, man. If you're going to go to Dairy Queen and order chicken and dumplings, you deserve the diarrhea that you're going to have all (laughs) night long. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, I still like Domino's. Still like Domino's. It's kind of my go-to as far as delivery goes because they are pretty quick. at least. Yeah. Why do pizza places start offering other shit? Like, if you're already, like, an Italian restaurant that has pizza, but you also have lasagna and the other stuff, manicotti, I get it. But when did pizza places decide, you know, we're going to make subs now, and we're going to make chicken wings now, and we're going to make dessert now? No, dessert makes sense. Every restaurant should have dessert. Some kind of dessert menu. Every single one. (laughs) Because, in one, more business, who who doesn't like dessert with their meal... And I mean, how how hard is it to put a cookie with stuff, you know? Like, they do, like, brownies and cookies. Like, they, they don't do any complicated shit at pizza places. Maybe they'll do a cookie brownie or the cinnamon shit. You think they get better brownies, like Colorado? <laughs> no. Well, do you think that'll be a thing one day where people... You can order a medicated menu? Yeah. Yes. Do you think it'll be like that one day here where we live? <sighs> Will I be 40? <laughs> uh, I mean... I don't know. I mean, it's medical is okay here, right? I have no idea. I don't either. I have no idea. But do you do you think <laughs> once it is, will I be cashing that check? <laughs> Most likely to to have that medical ID. Yes, I will. Just to fuck around sometimes every day. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of times we'll record like the first part, and then we'll go get food, and then we'll come back and watch the movie. Mm-hmm. How much more fun would it be if we <laughs> did the first part? Ordered some special food, then came back, watched the movie, and did the second half of the podcast. I mean, I also think it would be fun, cool to be like, okay, eat eat them on the air, and then be like, okay, it's 30 minutes later, this is us an hour later, this is us two hours later. You know, we... we, That's on, like, TikTok and stuff, people do that, and it it gets progressively worse and worse. That's the thing. You know, we would uh, we would think, oh, we fucking nailed it, man. This is going to be the greatest yeah. podcast ever. And then I would start editing the next day and I'd be like, dude, we got to fucking do this sober. 10 minutes. Yeah. I guarantee there's podcasts out there called like High at the Movies. Or, oh, yeah. But how dude, fun. That, I would love to do that. But how fun would it be if just I got high and our podcast was like my dad high at the movies? It would be fun. I'd say probably the first time would be probably the only fun one mm. because you'd be baked and I'd just be laughing at yeah. you and making fun yeah. of you. And then, 
you'd be baked again and you'd be having fun and I would. And and for the record, I haven't smoked weed since 1995. So it's been a it's been a long long time. I know I I talk about it and I joke about drugs all the time and hey, you know what? I enjoyed getting high back then. And I would probably enjoy getting high right now, but it's not something that's uh that's that's up but, on the horizon for us. Yeah. I haven't smoked since 2018. So yeah. it's, it's been a while. Mhm. Mhm. So yeah, we watched a movie. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg is the pizza delivery driver, and uh, he's kind of living the going nowhere life. And one day he gets called to make a delivery out to like the middle of nowhere in like an old junkyard. And there's these two dudes there, and they're wearing like monkey suits, and they <laughs> drug him, and they strap a bomb to him, and they tell him, "Hey, you uh, got ten hours, and you have to go rob a bank and get us a hundred thousand dollars. And if you don't, you're gonna blow up." Kaboom. And so he he does, and uh, it all works out in the end. I know that's happened in like real life. It has it, happened it in real life. It was a shotgun collar, though, wasn't it? No, it was an actual bomb collar. A bomb collar. Yeah, yeah. It's, there's actually a documentary. I looked it up as we were watching this because I remembered it's called Evil Genius. And fuck yeah, evil and genius. Yeah, the person actually did rob a bank, and then the cops pulled him over, and then he was like, "Yeah, I got this bomb here," and it actually went off and killed the person. Yeah, and and there's crazy. video of it, like you can see it happen. Really, the head didn't come flying off like in Kingsman or well, anything. I but, wouldn't. I didn't think it would fly off. I but, think it'd fly everywhere. But it's pretty fucked up. Pretty fucked so up. So you saw the video? Yeah. I guarantee. I would have never dreamt that the head would just like and go flying thirty feet in the air. I I would have thought more like, oh, you just like put a pumpkin downrange and shot it with the 50 cal. It was pretty anticlimactic. It, it didn't do anything like you thought it would do. There's no, like, insane blow-up no, gore? No, Okay. No, not at all. That's but like it, how I would imagine But it did it. the trick. It did the trick. Well, yeah. I, I got it mixed up with shotgun collar because of Saw 3. Oh, gosh. Which I will not be showing on here. Thank you. But in Saw 3, this lady, she's got, a, like, a collar with all these, like, buckshot shells aimed at her head. And she has to perform a surgery on John Kramer, which is the killer. And she has to do brain surgery on him. And she a doctor? Yeah, but he like okay. kidnaps her when and puts that collar on her. So, but it's tied to his life. So if he flatlines, it like blows her face off. And her husband's part of the game. And so he comes running in and sees his wife and is like, "Did you hurt her?" And he kills John with the fucking circular saw. And his wife's like, "No, don't!" And he turns around and she gets her like face blown off. Really feel good movie. <sighs> it's bad acting though, so it's not far from a feel good movie. That's what I was really surprised when you showed Saul was, you know, I I knew what it was going to be, but the acting was so fucking bad. You know, Danny Glover is never <laughs> in Oscar talk. I mean, he's he's never been like, oh, he's my favorite actor. He, Danny Glover's nobody's favorite actor. Carrie Elways or that's what I was about to say. What about him? Everyone loved him from. Princess Bride? He was the, like, bandito dude. Yeah, Princess Bride and Robin Hood Men in Tights. That's all I can really remember that he's been in. And and he was good in those, but gosh. He was the worst actor I've ever seen in that movie. He was terrible. He he would have been outshined in, in Blood Fart Lake by some of those actors, I think. that was <laughs> those, just, those weren't actors, though. It was just awful. He, he was a big name once upon a time. <laughs> he was. Girls probably had posters of him hanging up in their rooms at one point. Yeah. So the two guys who um, end up putting the bomb vest on him, one of them is uh, Danny McBride. Mm-hmm. He's one of those guys that I just know he's going to be funny, so I'm almost smiling with anticipation with what it is <laughs> he's going to say that I know is going to make me laugh. He's like a dirty, stupid uncle. 
Oh man, he's he is so great That's and his so funny. Archetype. I, I wrote down one of the quotes he said. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember what they were talking about, but he said, "I taught myself how to eat pussy and cut my own hair." Yeah, and I guarantee he just ad libbed half the shit that he said on this. Oh, I'm sure he fucking had a, a fucking blast doing this movie. He's great. I, I I love him. Land of the Lost, stupid movie. Probably <laughs> you know not a, not a good movie. No, but he made that movie so much better. He just cracks me up. Anything he's in, I know that I'm going to get some laughs, and and I did in this one as well. He was in uh, Hot Rod, too. <laughs> he was in Hot Rod. His name is Rico. He plays the same dude in everything, but <laughs> good, man, because he's perfect at yeah. it. Yeah. All right, let me see what the internet has to say. Nick, who's played by Jesse Eisenberg, is a pizza deliverer who lives a fairly ordinary, boring life until he crosses paths with two aspiring criminal masterminds, Danny McBride and Nick Swardson who kidnap him, strap a bomb to his chest, and force him to rob a bank for them. Nick doesn't get much time to pull off the difficult task, so he enlists aid of Chet, played by Aziz Zari, his estranged pal. As time ticks away, Nick and Chet face many obstacles, not the least of which is their volatile relationship. That does it. Yeah, yeah, that's a little bit better than what I came up with. So, Jesse Eisenberg, great actor. Mm-hmm. Love that guy. Yeah. I feel like he and Michael Sarah are like the same yeah. actor in a way. I, I get them mixed up every once in a while. So one has to go. Who do you keep? I keep Michael Sarah. Because of Scott Pilgrim? Yes. <laughs> it's literally in, in contention for like my number one movie ever. For Jesse Eisenberg, I've seen him in Zombieland, um, Adventureland, mm-hmm. which that that's a great movie. I yeah. really liked Adventureland. And the this movie. He's great in Social Network. Uh, yeah, and I've never seen that. I know that movie's like really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, never on my seen list. Zombieland 2 either. I really like Michael Sarah too. Uh, Arrested Development, Juno. Course, I've never Scott seen Pilgrim. Juno. Yeah. I need to. I you want do. to. You do. It's on my list too. I, I've seen like a season or two of Arrested Development. Too. He, he's great in that. He was so awkward <laughs> and weird. He plays it perfect. Yeah. And Jesse Eisenberg can be awkward and weird too. But, but in a different... I feel like a different awkward almost. They're, they're a lot alike, though. Yeah. They're very similar. They could be, like, I could see both of those guys being, all right, it's come down to you two, but our final decision, you know, they they could be casted in the yeah. same movie almost interchangeably. Like, I could see Michael Sarah totally being in Zombieland, although, mm, no? Maybe. I think it's one of those things, though, that you can't imagine it until they do it, and you're like, oh, fuck yeah, he could pull that off. And we talked about Jake Gyllenhaal doing Joker, could he pull that off? And and we were like, uh-huh, well, maybe he could, you know? And and I, yeah. I feel like he probably could have. I watched uh, Ford versus Ferrari last night. Good movie. Didn't really care for the ending. But I even think that Christian Bale could play Joker. Because he's one of those method actors. Who, yeah. He, he doesn't act. He becomes the person. And that's what Joaquin Phoenix did in Joker. They just, they become who they're playing. Yeah. It's like, that's no longer Christian Bale. That is Arthur Fleck or yeah. whoever it was that he played. I just watched it last night, and I can't even remember the dude's <laughs> name. But I've never really seen any Christian Bale movies. I've seen whatever Batman he was. Mm-hmm. Was he Dark Knight? Yeah. And Dark Knight Rises? I've seen him be Batman. Why do they have to change Batman every two years? I mean, I don't know. Didn't 
Affleck do one? Affleck did it. Uh, Michael Keaton was the original. I don't know. Who. Christian Bale, like Robert Pattinson's going to do the next one. That one looks good, though, from the trailer. Well, I think a lot of people looked at Joker and was like, oh, we can make some dark shit now. Yeah. And so I think a lot of the superhero movies are going to be rated R and is going to be a little more watchable Dude, than, than some of the other ones. Because I, like, I want... When they're like, when Batman's beating the shit out of somebody, I don't want a nosebleed and then the thug running away. Like, I want like, <laughs> like Steven Seagal bone cracking and stuff. Like, oh, he punched the guy two times and the guy suddenly learns his lesson and runs away never to be a thug again. So, what I'm hearing you saying is you want a Batman that's more Steven Seagal like. <laughs> I want Steven Seagal to play Batman. <laughs> oh, God. All overweight and old and shit. Yeah, fat man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, watch what you say. He'll fuck you up. Mm. He's so scary. <laughs> to See look him at. at Golden Corral next time we go. <laughs> right. <laughs> Motherfucker. Yeah, I think superhero movies heading the direction of dark and R-rated. Yes. I like it. It gives them an edge that they didn't need, but that they needed to reach certain groups of people like me. All right, so I realize we have not talked about this movie hardly any, but the premise of Movie Muggin... As stated, it's a father and son duo who love watching movies, then having a conversation and spending quality father-son time together. We have a conversation. <laughs> we, we don't promise that conversation is going to be about the movie. We promise that we love watching movies, and we do watch a movie, but then we have a conversation. And if that conversation is a lot about the movies, see uh, our 1917 episode where we kind of do a legit movie review, or our conversation could be about jerking off and superheroes. And we could even get into how you want to fuck Lenny Kravitz. Okay. <laughs> yeah, which we went to get food, and on the way home, we're listening to Are You Going to Go My Way? And Jack, Which I, I played that song, yeah, by the way. Yeah, I have music taste. I love me some Lenny Kravitz, but evidently Jack loves him some Lenny Kravitz on a uh, Love Me Long Time level. So I think, I don't know how I brought it up. You just said, if I was going to fuck a guy, it would be Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> Out of nowhere, if I was going to fuck and, a guy, but it would be Lenny Kravitz. I looked over at you and was like, wouldn't you agree? Like, if you had to fuck a guy. He's a handsome man. He is gorgeous. So would you fuck him or would he fuck you? I don't know. <laughs> I can't make that decision. I don't like to make that decision. Do you think Lenny Kravitz would be a gentle lover with you, though? It depends. Is Are you going to go my way playing or is Butterfly playing? Because if oh. Butterfly's playing, then maybe. Oh, man. I think... Just as a general statement, I would say I would probably not like to get fucked, probably ever. So you'd be behind him grabbing his dreads? Giddy up? Giddy <gasps> up, Lenny? No, but he's fucking awesome. He is awesome. He looks amazing. He looks amazing. He's like 53, <laughs> and he looks like he's fucking 24. Dude, and he's one of the coolest motherfuckers ever to walk, <laughs> walk the face of this planet. He's so eccentric, but mm -hmm. it like works perfectly. Oh, yeah. He can wear a fur coat with a with a scarf and, and a fucking... pants and boots, and he'll look magnificent. And, and a crazy hat, and he'll just pull it <laughs> off. Like, like, he doesn't have bad breath. There's like nothing wrong with that guy. Like, he's... He smells perfect. He's Right? He does. He's the perfect specimen of a man, yet he's in touch with his feminine side as well. I mean, he's just... Awesome. I, I guarantee... <laughs> he's so cool. All women want to fuck him, right? Like, deep down inside, don't all women want to fuck Lenny I Kravitz? I feel like there would be a vulnerability. A vulnerability in all human beings. Not just women. <laughs> I think all human beings you think could eventually be coerced into having Or seduced. Sex. 
whichever, coerced. into having sex with Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> There's a big difference between seduced and coerced. Well, it could be convinced in <laughs> any way, shape, or form. I feel like when he's 80, he's going to look like yeah. he's 32. Yeah. He, there is something anyone can envy or admire about Lenny Kravitz. Anybody. Maybe he's a vampire and he doesn't age at all. That would make sense. That like if, cool. if we found out today that Lenny Kravitz Dude. was a vampire, he's always wearing sunglasses. I let him right? suck my blood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you can only suck it here, Lenny. You know who I would make love to as far as men go? Mm. Ryan Reynolds, baby. <laughs> You'd fuck yourself? <laughs> Pretty much, it'd be like I'd be looking in the mirror, just banging myself. You're white and have dark hair, <laughs> and are around the same age as Ryan Reynolds. Ah, I look Ryan like Ryan Reynolds has got. He's got to be like ten years younger than. Oh you. yeah, at least. I'll I'll look it up. Now, I look Start like you and bullshit while I do this. I look like Ryan Reynolds if he was left out in the sun way too long, <laughs> <laughs> and and just the elements <laughs> eroded away at him. Oh, he's only forty four. Okay, so he's even younger than mom. He's a good-looking 44. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, well, what say you that we just go ahead and get into favorite parts, and then maybe our listeners can hear a little bit more about this movie that we uh, we just watched? Um, I kind of liked the um, blossoming of character from Jesse Eisenberg's guy. I thought it was really cool when he started to be like, you know what? I have a bomb vest on. No one's going to fuck with me. Let me just do whatever the fuck I want. I'm already dead, so if they shoot me in the head, I die. I was going to die anyway. And so he starts being snarky and ballsy. I'm calling the shots now, motherfucker. Yeah, basically. I loved the bank robbery, too. That That's probably my favorite part in the whole movie. That's kind of what I was just thinking about, too. They Basically, they go to like a Dollar General, and they they buy ski masks, and they buy two like toy guns and spray paint them black so they look real. And uh, so they show up at the bank. They're fucking good. Like they were talking about before, like, have you ever seen Point Break? He's like, yeah, then you know how to rob a bank. Which I don't know what that movie is. I'll put it on my list. But they were good. <laughs> I could put it on my list. I mean, your list is so long already. 145. Mine's like 20, and there's a bunch of them I want to take off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were like seasoned veterans in there. But at the same time... They were so amped up. And one had a bomb vest on mm-hmm. that he needs to get off. But at, at the same time, they were like, they'd be really, really hard. And then they'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. Or, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like a, a dude. So they, they made the security guard drop his gun and he slid it over to a civilian. And they're like, did you do that on fucking purpose? And he's like, no, it was an accident. And the lady's like holding it in one hand and her daughter in the other. And she's like, get this gun away from me. And so she throws it and it misfires and shoots some other civilian in the leg, and Jesse goes over to him, and he's like, dude, it's just a flesh wound. It's not your artery. You're going to be fine. <laughs> and, like, normally they wouldn't give a fuck. They'd just tell him to shut up. But it was cool watching them be, like, seasoned robbery veterans, but at the same time being caring people who are like, sorry, guys, it is how it is. At least he didn't shoot you. And also we only took a 100 grand when the whole vault was open. I think some of my favorite parts were just listening to Danny McBride. I just love the guy, man. He just he just cracks me up, and and most of his dialogue in this was was really funny. It's hard not to love him. It's kind of like Will Ferrell. If Will Ferrell's on the screen or if Steve Carell's on the screen, it's good. You're just <laughs> anticipating the laughs that you know are yeah. about to come. Except for in the way way back, the yeah. fuck douchebag Steve. I would say though, for me, Danny McBride 
is even more of that than Will Ferrell is. Like Will yeah. Ferrell, I know there's going to be some laughs, but I feel like every time Danny McBride's about to open his mouth, I'm about to laugh. Will Ferrell does stupid, but Danny McBride does stupider. <laughs> you know, stupider and he does dirtier. How about that? He's just come, comes off as dumber. Like you feel like you could teach some of Will Ferrell's characters like the right way. But Danny McBride, he was a punk in school, dropped out in eighth grade, <laughs> wears like Metallica shirts that are cut off. He probably put firecrackers in cat's assholes and <laughs> lit them on fire. Total fucking deadbeat, scoop yeah. dog shit and put it in someone's mailbox. I just, I don't know, man. He's he just cracks me up. So I would I would say my favorite parts were, yeah, I guess just any parts where where he was uh, being himself. It's actually talking about it's making me rethink my bucket of chicken a little bit. I believe it or not, my bucket of chicken, it's a close one. So uh I think tell me about yours. Okay. So mine could go sort of one of three ways. Soundtrack was cool. Every time I remember hearing a song, I remember thinking, oh, that's cool. Like there's some Beastie Boys, some other rap music that sounded cool. Um the concept, it was fun to watch. Uh I mean it's a killer concept, but um, but I have to give it to Danny McBride. <laughs> I mean, his dumbassedness made this movie much better. Without Danny McBride, this movie would have sucked dick. I agree. And, like, I'm not even close to giving my bucket of chicken to Jesse Eisenberg. He, he's, not, he's not up there at all. He, he was, or, or Aziz. Um, they were enjoyable, but Danny McBride just brought so much more to the movie than they did. But you know who else I really, really loved? Mm, was it the Marine Dad? No. Oh, Michael Pena showed up yes. playing the the gangster hitman. Dang it, I loved him too. He kind of stole the show when he showed up. Yeah, when he was on the screen, it was like he he talked in like this nerdy but also like gangstery. Yeah, voice. He needed more screen time. I oh think. yeah, he needed more screen time. So, he drove a badass car mm-hmm. that sounded <laughs> super cool. Always pulling up, listening to some rap music. He's fucking tatted up on his neck and everything, and he's a hitman. As much as I love Danny McBride, and as much as he brought me such joy, yes, yes, Michael yes, Pena yes. in this stole the show. Every time yes. he was on, it was like I love this so much more. Yeah, he he was fantastic, Michael Pena. Congratulations, you just got yourself a movie mug and bucket of chicken. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, score time. This is a tough one. <laughs> you you never just come out and write say like ninety five. I know fifty seven. I I can do that, and then we do the whole second half of the podcast, and then as we're talking about things, it changes drastically <laughs> many times. Yeah, and this this movie did not change drastically. I can tell you okay. that. I, I I think I've settled at a high B right now. Okay, I'm just trying to work out the specific <laughs> because it was gonna be. Like a ninety-three or four or something. Then we start talking about Michael Pena, and I'd completely forgotten about him. Would you fuck Michael Pena? No. Okay. So it was gonna be about like a ninety-three-ish, and then we start talking about it, and I was like, oh, like eighty-six. And then we start talking about Michael Pena, and it's like, oh yeah, yeah, like ninety-two, yeah. And I think now it's gonna be eighty-seven. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm eighty-five. It it's it was enjoyable. I, I thought that you were gonna give it an A. For sure, so I was I was a little bit surprised, but and this is my right. kind of movie, mm-hmm. uh, fun, easygoing. Could totally be a jackpot. It, it can always please me because there's not 
harsh emotions in it. If the bad guy's a dumbass and the movie's not serious, then it's going to be okay. I won't get too wrapped up in it. I mean, it had car chases. It had boobs. It had a flamethrower. What more can you ask for? Not much, I guess. No, not much. Pretty much the perfect combination. Lenny Kravitz (laughs) sitting next to me. He's so cool. (laughs) I know. I hope he listens. I feel like every person wishes they were him. Yeah, he's he's one of the coolest guys in the world. Like for so sure. smooth and silky. <laughs> All right, got anything else? No. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to episode number 94 of Movie Muggin'. We are only a few short episodes away from our Valentine's Day episode, and we need your help. We would like to do an episode on a romantic comedy. Now, as you just heard, it doesn't necessarily mean we're going to talk about the romantic comedy after we watch it. <laughs> But it's possible we might. That's heavily dependent on what <laughs> what we watch. No no promises, but we would like to enlist your help on picking a romantic comedy for us to watch. It's not too late to get in your votes. Simply go to moviemuggin.com, click on the link that says uh, we need help picking a rom-com, and put your information in there. If we pick yours and you've left us your email address, we will send you a Movie Muggin sticker. You know you want a Movie Muggin sticker. Yeah. All right. Other than that, we do appreciate you listening. And if you'd like to keep up with us, we're on Instagram at Twitter at Movie Muggin. If you'd like to send us an email, moviemuggin at gmail.com. We appreciate you. Love you. Have a Movie Muggin day. See ya. I want to go dance with Kim Kardashian. <laughs>